Ahoy, mateys! And welcome to another episode of the SpongePod Squarecast. I'm ready, a SpongePod Squarecast. I I have said that intro so many times, other than the first, I always mess up my own title. Because this is still in. I'm not stopping this. Uh, I am here with my my good friend, Mike. How you uh, doing? Advid Nickelodeon and SpongeBob fan, as as myself. Um, yeah, you think I would get that intro down, but I I think it's a it's charming that I'm just just flubbing a little bit. Just flubbing a little bit. It's realistic. I I like to pull back the curtain just a tad to tell people, hey, I'm human, and uh, <clears throat> and I said this before. I had I had the idea years ago to have a show called SpongePod Squarecast. And when I scoured the internet, I couldn't find anyone using that name. But because of my pure laziness, I just I was like, I'll I'll do it next time. I'll do it next time. I'll do it next year. And, in a few still months. No one picked it. No one picked it. And then after which was ironic, we are sitting here a, a day from the year anniversary of uh the passing of Steven Hillenberg. Uh that was a sad day for me and I was like, you know what? I'm going to start it. This is the mm-hmm. catalyst. I had just seen the Broadway show. He he's he passed on, and then I looked online, and there was about 500 SpongePod Squarecasts, uh, and it gave me a little anxiety. I'm like, great, now I gotta I gotta try a new uh, a new title. So adding the I'm ready really, you know what? It was. It's a statement. I'm ready. I'm ready. Absolutely. No, I'm saying I, I'm ready. I, I know you're ready. Is your oh, body yeah. ready? Oh, oh, I'm ready. That's a Nintendo joke. I'll explain to you later. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> so, here we are, uh, talking SpongeBob. Uh, it has been a, a whirlwind of a year for the both of us in um, in many demented ways. And, uh, and trying to get this together has been a little bit in the making. So... Thank you for joining me. Oh, definitely. I'm definitely down now that I actually have a little bit of time to spare uh, with not having to worry about 32 different jobs all at once. Yeah, at the same time. It's incredible. Yeah. I've never seen someone become a plumber and an electrician at the at the exact same time. It's it's a dangerous job, but, you know, someone's got to do it. Exact same time. Crossing those wires and those streams. Whew. They're like, can you replace my toilet and replace my... Uh, my main uh, electrical socket in the bathroom. Uh, is the one actually overflowing onto the other? Yes. Yes, I can do that. Rubber glove me, ma'am. <laughs> as, long, as, long as, you, as long as you're wearing rubber, you'll be fine. Just be careful. Don't get a staph infection in those gloves. <gasps> Dude, don't even start with that. Oh, my goodness. That was... Uh, I'm not going to explain the story. I almost had a staph infection on my hands because of gloves. And uh, I went to the... I went to a lady... I don't want to go to a doctor first... So where's your start out when you want to speak medical? You go to a pharmacist. Pharmacist, yes. Yes. So I went to her and I'm like, check this out. What should I put on it and should I wrap it? And she was like, "Uh, cortisone, wrap it for two days, three days tops, and then don't wrap it anymore. And she is a genius. So I didn't pay anything. She didn't even have to go to school for seven years. Yeah, I honestly don't even know if she was working at that pharmacy. I think she may have been a homeless person. It might have just been someone in Target walking around buying toilet paper, and I just You can never them. tell in Target. They all wear red. <laughs> Imagine walking up to somebody with like a staph infection, like, wrap <laughs> it or not. Wrap <laughs> it. Uh, I, I'm buying Fruit Loops. Can you just please get away from me? Sorry, ma'am. I thought you were stalking them. I'm sorry. I thought this was the pharmacy. <laughs> this isn't Aldi's. There's not even a pharmacy here. Oh, 
old joke. All right, so um, the episode Mike and I are going to watch today is uh, Jellyfish in Season 1, Episode 3, Part A, because every episode has two parts. Um, when was... Did you watch SpongeBob right when it came out? I watched SpongeBob from day one. Same here. Oh, my God. It's a match made in heaven. Match. That's all we need. Uh, were you... All right, so growing up, was Nickelodeon the number one sh- channel you were paying attention to? Because I find a lot of people are either Disney Channel, Nickelodeon, Cartoon Network as their anchor. Like, that is where you're going. So I definitely went back and forth between uh, Channel 25 and 26 uh, here, which was Nickelodeon and uh, Fox Family. So I was going back and forth between those two. And I usually I didn't watch a lot of the cartoons because I grew up with older siblings. Uh, But later on in the later 90s, when all these new cartoons like SpongeBob and all those were coming out, I was pushing more towards them because I would watch like "Are You Afraid of the Dark," uh, "Hey Dude," uh, "Salute Our Shorts," and all See, that I never jazz. Got, I never got into "Hey Dude." Yeah, I loved and "Hey Dude" just because like I liked horses as a kid. I love their theme song. Yeah, "Hey Dude," uh, "Salute Your Shorts." I definitely watched a tad Zeke the Plumber. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he scared the bejesus. You gotta out make of me. A, you gotta make a Zeke the Plumber. Oh, I, mask. I'm definitely that is I'm that is have great. To. Um, yeah, I watched Pete and Pete a lot. That was mm-hmm. probably for a live action mm-hmm. show with characters. Well, there's all characters in live action shows, but like with storylines and whatnot. Mm-hmm. That was not Are You Afraid of the Dark? Where yeah. it was very much you didn't have to watch every episode. Pete and Pete was my was my thing. Finish, yeah. All that, all but that. I, I really all, don't all, count all, that yeah. too. That was that was sketch comedy for for every age. Really, I watched that with my mom, and and she I, loved it as well. I was on the floor laughing with Chris Farley. Shoving ketchup in his face and then, and then body slamming a cake. Yeah, which I don't know if you've ever. Keenan Thompson has talked about that oh, skit yeah, with cho- where he was just like I was just going in with chocolate, 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 and Chris he, he wanted to go above me. <laughs> they said, "Hey, we have one cake. Don't wreck it." And Chris Farley was like, "Okay, can do." Goes in and just completely wrecks the cake on the first take. <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh. All right, so that's that's good. With uh, you at least got into Nickelodeon eventually. Oh, yeah. That was I didn't have Cartoon Network until the late nineties. Um, but was the weird. Same, same. What was weird is when I would stay with my grandparents on weekends. They had Cartoon Network. Mm-hmm. Channel so, sixty. It's not the same channel everywhere it's you go. Really, really. Oh yeah. Well, all here's the mass, what's weird. Like In, oh, this whole whole Western Mass was all the same the kind same? of cable. Yeah, we didn't. We, Comcast and all those different networks didn't come over here. It was all like a black box. In Enfield, Nickelodeon is channel forty-four, oh, and okay. Cartoon Network is fifty-eight. Mm, so it's okay. close to sixty, though. Yeah, close to sixty. But we didn't go over. So no, I think fifty-eight kinda, here was just kind of right. like uh, fifty-eight here was, was QVC. No, it was it was the uh, TV Guide channel. Always a fun time. Always a fun that time. That was before. Waiting, oh my God. waiting to see what was on, and then missing it, and going. Ah! I gotta wait for it to scroll <laughs> through again. Oh God! I know. I got. I got a premium package. That's three hundred channels instead of a hundred. I'm not somebody who would tell children, "Oh, you, you don't know how lucky you have it." Oh, but no. the simple access of just knowing when something is on, mm-hmm. or having. Uh, on demand now. Oh my! The first time I had that, it was like it was. This is a miracle. Changer. 
And people had TiVo five years before that, too. Oh, so yeah. I they must they were like, we're in the future already. So <laughs> come on, get up on my level. The people who own the Tesla Cybertruck in five years are going to be <laughs> they're going to be like, come on, guys, guys, we're in the future. We're in the future. Um, all right. So, yeah, we're watching jellyfishing. Uh, no new characters introduced, except for, I think, technically King Jellyfish. But mm-hmm. he's not really a character. No, he's a um, this is the first episode, I think, that even as a kid, as an adult, I I'm all in on Squidward. Mm-hmm. It's like when you're a kid, it's the same thing with The Simpsons. When The Simpsons came on, everybody loved Bart. And as they got older, they were like, Homer. Oh, yeah. Because we, we identify with that now. Mm-hmm. So as a kid, you're like, I love SpongeBob and Patrick. And as an adult, Squidward, I'm, that's that's my spirit animal. I'm team Squidward as well. Absolutely. Just kind of like, leave me alone. I want to play my clarinet in peace. <laughs> I want to I paint my paintings. I'm yeah. the greatest. Leave me. My neighbors annoy me. Um, but as a kid, this was the episode that I really I felt bad for Squidward because I think even though he's kind of a jerk, he really gets he gets the shaft in on this episode, mm-hmm. which is which is terrible. Um, so we are going to watch this uh, like every other episode uh, I've watched so far. It's on Amazon Prime. So if you have Amazon Prime or know someone who has Amazon Prime, get in on that and watch. Um, and it's available on like every other season one DVD. So. Uh, we will be right back. Two thousand years later, and we're back. Uh, we just watched, barely watched an episode. No, we did watch it, um, and we're gonna watch it with you. Uh, make sure the TV is muted. We don't want that. We don't want to get flagged. Um, so, if you want to join us, we are going to watch the episode together as much as we can. Um, and as I said, if you're watching on Amazon. Uh, we're like right at Painty the Pirate, basically, but we are going to play it now. And yeah, so um, we watched the episode Jellyfishing, the third season of SpongeBob. I had my list up, and here it is. Uh, it first aired July 31st, 1999. I was still eight years old. That was a great day. That was a wonderful day because of this episode came out. And it was hot. Uh, so yeah, we have we have a lot of French narrator in the beginning of this episode. Which oh yeah, he uh, that is one of my favorite characters. Um, this episode, I had the director right here. Oh come on! Oh my goodness, uh, Alan Smart. This is actually pretty interesting. Alan Smart was the animation director of this episode, and it was actually the last time he worked um, as an animation director until season four. So like literally, he was gone mm-hmm. for. For like three years. Oh wow! I, I he was I think he was helping out with the show in other ways, but yeah, that was uh, this the last time as an animation director. Uh, Tim Hill, who I think Tim Hill is the director of the newest SpongeBob movie. It was the last time he was a um, a writer until oh, wow. season so... four. Well, see, he came back in season okay. four as well. I think once they lost Steven Hillenburg after the first movie, uh, they. Went back to the well a little bit to go mm. get those some of those original people to help out again. Um, but I think, yeah, Tim Hill is the director. Yes, Tim Hill is the director Ooh, of the SpongeBob movie Sponge on the Run. Sponge on the Run. Which is, you know, it's crazy. Um, the game for the, la- the SpongeBob movie Sponge Out of Water, the mm-hmm. second one, yep. had a tie-in game on phones called 
sponge on the run and it was like one of those endless runners oh kind of like ma- the, ma- the maze like runner. subway yeah. surfer like 3d oh, okay. where you're just yep. moving you have three lanes mm-hmm. so i've had that for it was a paid one which i was like i'll pay a dollar and when was that how, how far back was it that? was like three years oh, four okay. years ago okay. whenever sponge out of water was i'm terrible with years yeah Ugh. um so yeah that's crazy uh this is the first time we are introduced to, to the concept of jellyfishing which is uh, both underwater. Jellyfish are basically the underwater version of, of insects because they sting, but mm-hmm. also the underwater version of fishing. So it's like insect it's catching, but it's fishing. a uh, combo fusion type deal going on there. Yeah, and it completely changed the nets for me forever. So as a child, I couldn't. And even as an adult, as a child, you just want to go I, out and I see, get a jellyfish. Yeah, when I see a net, it's like, oh, jellyfishing. You're like, oh, no. oh you going jellyfishing? They're like, no, I'm going fishing. <laughs> that doesn't lame. Exist. Yeah, you're making that up. What, are you going to go in a boat, <laughs> ride on the water, and not drive? What a loser. Um, so we were having a conversation about this while the episode was playing Squidward's bike. Now, I don't think that would actually work underwater. Yeah, I. I am interested now. Obviously, the uh, instead of the wheels, those are clearly it's wood. Wood is buoyant. So that is the buoyant part, and the bike has to be made out of some sort of maybe leaded weighted material. Whatever the most lightweight metal. Yeah. That you can actually keep a frame on that mm-hmm. wouldn't crush under your weight. Yeah, because uh, there there would be no there would be no buoyancy keeping that bike afloat at all if it was just like that. Normally. I I know you would sink now if you made that. I know as a human being underwater, if you were attached to that, you would sink. My one hope is that if you actually got some pedaling going, if you would if you would have any forward momentum. So if you were just dive bombing down, but you were still moving forward. It would have to be somewhat kind of like how they make those like sea do bikes. Yeah, you brought that up. And those, yeah, that but the flo- wheels on those flo- are actual. Those like, are buoyant. actual buoyant and yeah. filled with air. Which seems like a after jet skis. Well, like oh yeah, let's let's make, let's a, make a water a, bike. We, it, on top of water, by the way, not underwater. You're you're maybe like three four inches under the water. I have you ever seen those cars that are uh, amphibian? Yes. Not the yeah. not the duck boats kind in of Boston. Like the ones in Spy Kids. Yes. Yeah. Uh, was it Jerry Seinfeld? I feel like you know his show, getting coffee, coffee with yeah. in cars with yeah. comedians. I think it was an episode of that that he actually had like a car yeah. that was. Oh yeah, he, he just drove into the water. He's like, oh okay, okay, Seinfeld. The fact that we haven't pushed that technology to where, like, every car is just driving on the water. Yeah, like, is oh yeah, we just gotta to wait me. on this bridge for I don't know, two hours waiting for the ferry. Suckers, you move back <laughs> and <laughs> the water. have fun waiting for the ferry. See you guys. <laughs> um, here's so. Squidward really didn't. Usually, there's you get karma in episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think the the crime was was does justify the karma. He was making fun of them for jellyfishing. He wasn't stopping them from doing their doing their thing. He, he was, was just, just like losers. Yeah, he was just saying, "Hey, you're doing something a little childish. I want to go do my thing. You're kind of annoying me." And I'm riding my bike. I'm now riding my bike I, that can't work underwater. Now I am in a full 100% body cast. Yeah, uh, causing an explosion. I don't know what he landed on. No, it was and probably underwater on pies. too. Bomb pies, SpongeBob reference. Come on now. 
Also, what was that bike made out of to make it explode? A bomb. <laughs> a whole bomb. <laughs> so he gets home. He's no one even poor guy. He has no one to pick him up. Like he probably called Mr. Krabs. Like, can and you pick like, me up? Oh, Mr. Krabs no, like, no, I'm no, not no. spending money on gasoline <laughs> to come pick you up from the hospital. Drive yourself. Um, you also, this was really interesting. You mentioned earlier in the episode when um, SpongeBob and Patrick are going into their secret basement for jellyfishing. It's uh, very Simon Pegg, Nick Frost scene. Very Just Simon Pegg, Nick cut, Frost. Cut, 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 ready. But also the backgrounds. The backgrounds ab- abstract are Abstract and beautiful they are. Some of them are like Jackson Pollock paintings right now. We've got y- greens on greens on yellow greens. Like how would you achieve? You would have to either have that as a wallpaper in your house or spend all day or all month Just painting. Just sp- splatter painting. Just sp- <laughs> what are you doing? Uh, making my room look like Squidward's house. house. Could be done. Yeah, and and there are many different backgrounds in every house, and they change constantly. These were uh, – this might be something you don't know. Um, I've mentioned this on, on the podcast before. Season one of SpongeBob was the only season where it was all traditional animation, animation cells, so painted you, backgrounds. You can definitely tell in, in multiple cells, especially outside Squidward's house, uh, the way the rock is created. I noticed that when we were watching it pr- previously – um, one frame, all of the white dots actually shift completely. Yeah, one right over. Yep. It's uh, those little mistakes you got to appreciate. Yeah, yep. Firm, firm, firmly grasp it in your hand. And probably the firmly second... Firmly grasp it! There it comes. Oh. The real angry. And that's a classic. Everyone was saying that in school. Firmly grasp it. That in to- for, It means nothing as a it, child. Yeah, but... As an adult, yeah. you can still use that phrase. Yep. Just watch where you're saying it. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> the fact uh, I appreciate SpongeBob's uh, dress of safety with glasses. It, thick glasses. The you thick find glasses. out he may have an astigmatism. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Maybe that was a subconscious reason why I got thick frame glasses. Yep. Like, I want to make it look like I'm always going jellyfishing. You're just like, I am ready. And Patrick wearing nothing. Um, I don't know. Have you ever, when I was a kid, have you ever encountered a jellyfish before? Have you ever been stung by a jellyfish? Uh, I have not been stung, uh, but I have had jellyfish fights. Uh, I'm sorry, what? So Is, it, Ro- is that like a form of uh, chicken fighting? So growing up, we'd go to uh, Rhode Island a lot, and a lot of the time, or South Carolina, and a lot of the time, uh, sometimes huge storms would happen, a bunch of jellyfish would die, wash up on shore. Yeah. You know, no stingers are left. So you just have a dead jellyfish you fight. You would toss at each other? Yeah. Oh, my God. Imagine if the stingers were intact and oh, you're yeah, just throwing bombs at each other. Then, then it would be a, a peeing party. I uh, I ran into I ran into one jellyfish. I didn't run into it, but I had one encounter as a child. As a child, I was at the beach with my aunt, and uh, they were, I think, pretty rampant. And I think I sat on one Ooh. in the water, mm-hmm. thinking like, "Oh, look at this seat," and got stung. Um, now that was bef- I probably was known to pee on the wound. I didn't know that. They brought me to the lifeguard station and poured something on my back. Mm-hmm. Probably stored urine. I don't know. Hell, lifeguards, what they do yeah. in their spare time. Um, but for the rest of the day, I took my little pail and my little shovel, and I was digging holes in the beach and putting jelly. Like, I was murdering jellyfish. It was it was a double 
it was double meaning because not only was I like, ha, you're going in this hole, but also if somebody happens to put their blanket over this hole and sit down on it, they'd get stung. Practical joke. Ha ha. Ha ha. That second part didn't happen, but. No, first time I ever learned about jellyfish was a Baywatch episode back in the 90s uh, with a box jellyfish, and it scared the heck out of me. I didn't want to go in the water after that. Those are tough. Uh, thank goodness we don't have to deal with the Portuguese man of war. Have yeah. you ever seen those? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Like, Huge. Like 20-foot length yeah. tentacles. Ugh. I actually think that might actually have been part of that episode because they had wicked long. I mean, I'll look it up later. Yeah, absolutely. At least SpongeBob and Patrick by the end. Now, they had pretty good intentions throughout the episode, Uh but they were a little too harsh on, on They were a little and, selfish with, with what they had going on. Yeah, and uh, so they, they got stung, but, you know, nothing compared to Squidward's injuries. Who who has to drive his hospital bed home? I just want to bring that up again, how sad that is. And he just wants to go right in that door, but that door is not automatic open. Thank you. They, could, it's a good thing they put a Capri Sun up for him. Yeah. <laughs> like, here's some juice for the ride. Maybe Squidward doesn't have insurance, so he wakes up from surgery and he's like, "I gotta drive out of here." With the, yeah, so he with just kind of just like uh, dine and dash, but at the hospital, bikini bottom. Yeah, yeah. He's like, "Wait a minute, this has wheels. I gotta get out. I gotta leave. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta drive out of here. I don't have insurance." And for some reason, now in the uh, in the SpongePobpedia, which I do get a lot of my information from. Uh, they put this as uh, they put this as queen jellyfish, which we've seen the king jellyfish before. The little crown in the uh, in a later episode. So I don't know if they're just divorced or something happened between uh, Queen and Squidward. Yeah, yeah. He was like, I saw you with that guy. You were stinging. Yeah, that this is over. His, it could have been his uh, Moby Dick. The book. Yeah, the book. <laughs> Uh, they're actually, um, this episode doesn't have a lot of, uh, trivia in it really, other than, other than that, um, stuff I mentioned. Uh, but yeah, I mean, not every episode is going to have a ton of trivia, but that was a good episode. It's an important episode because it sets up a lot, you know, basically the idea of jellyfishing. That um, dynamic between Squidward and, and Patrick his neighbors. and SpongeBob. I mean, now you yeah. understand exactly why he he hates these guys because they put him in big giant body casts. He just wants his days off to be his own. Yeah, put the put the locks on the door, and you just want to be not annoyed by your neighbors. But you know what? He doesn't have the initiative to leave. So. No, he doesn't. He he's just like I want my best day to be my best day, even though it's not SpongeBob and Patrick's ideal best day. Absolutely. So uh, before we head out, do you want to promote anything? Any online ventures you are into? Your Instagram, Twitter? You can say no and stay in the shadows. That's completely Uh, up to you. uh, I'm just giving you this platform for SpongeBob fans. I'm a special effects artist, and uh, if you want to check out um, my Instagram, Michael Vincent Custom FX. Uh, go check that out. I actually uh, do a lot of uh, 90s cartoon characters on there. I do quick sculpts, so 30-minute yeah. sculptures uh, on a head bust. Um, and my next big project, if you guys uh, are big fans of the 90s TV show Gargoyles, oh, I will be it. doing uh, in 2020, 
I'll be doing uh, uh, seemingly full body costumes, right? Oh yeah, I'll be doing wings, tails, everything. Uh, I'll be doing Demona and Brooklyn. Um, so look forward to progress. No Goliath. Characters. Goliath is just he is he is a monstrosity, and I think. My favorite were just Demona and, and you know what, but also it, if you if you mess up those characters, no offense to them, it's not the biggest deal in the world. But if you mess up Goliath, people would just you know be like, "What the heck?" I am shocked out of all the Disney shows to do full body costumes for. You're not jumping on the gummy bears. <laughs> gummy bears. We have <laughs> nothing to do with gummy bears. <laughs> It'll happen one yeah, one, one day, day. One day I'll I'll get my gummy bear dream. <laughs> All right. I'm sure I'll have you on another episode of the oh, show eventually. I cannot wait. I, as long as one, if one fan out there can find Mike on, on his Instagram and just go, hey, I listen to you on SpongeBob, one person, that would make my day. Cause, oh, my God. Uh, really? Well, just just oh. one. That's all it takes. So if you're listening to this, find him and do it. Because I'm your captain and I'm telling you what to do. Um, do you want to yell, ahoy, mateys? Or, uh, no. What's, what's a goodbye? And I don't think I... I don't think I had. Did I have a goodbye? I don't remember. I, I'm down to sit. I'm down to yell whatever you want to yell, man. Uh, what's the nautical version to say goodbye? Because ahoy is low. I don't think ahoy is a goodbye. Not sponsored. Looking up on Google. I mean, unless Google came to me and said, hey, hey, we like what you're doing. Nautical version of goodbye. Let's see. Oh, okay. You ready for this one? Yeah, go for it. Goodbye. <laughs> oh, all right. <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye there. Do it again. Do it again. Goodbye there, mateys. <laughs>